Yo, mind your fucking business, nigga. Ain't no one talking to you, bro. <laughs> listen. Yo, listen. Damn, I been woke for a minute. Getting checks, need a percentage. Getting so lifted. I'm so gifted. I played in your track, but they told me to skip it. I just been spitting. Look at me back in my ways. I've been on this since back in the day. You cannot tell yo, me. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, McQuinn, and I'm back with another episode of the Yup, I Said It podcast here live at New Wave Studios. Shout out to New Waves Guam if you want to book a session. Hit us up at New Waves Guam on Instagram or go to newwavesguam.com and you can book a session. We got you. Today, on this episode, I have a very special guest with me, hailing all the way from San Antonio, Texas, by way of Guam, the lovely Miss Rhythm Blas. Hi. How are you today? I'm honestly doing really good. I was actually looking forward to this. And I was like a little nervous, but I think I'll be fine. Yeah, it's all good. So you from I me? Mean, your your family's from here, mm-hmm. but you grew up mostly in Texas. Yeah. So I was actually born on Guam, and my dad was military, so he was in the Air Force. He met my mom on Guam. I was born on Guam, and then I left like three months after I was born, and then he we were stationed in Hawaii, Colorado, and then I relocated to Texas and came back when I was sixteen. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, so you grew up in Texas and Guam. So, uh, what all did you pick up from from Texas to bring back here? Oh my gosh, from Texas. Oh. Honestly, it was just like. Honestly, I don't know. I really can't answer that question. Uh, but, you know, it was just the like culture out there from Texas. You know, like. Um, Similar to Guam, but I felt like when you come in from a different place in the middle of high school, it's such a huge culture shock. You know, I was like taking French classes. I was in AP. All my courses were AP, playing basketball. And then you come to Guam, like they didn't have AP classes. They obviously didn't have French at the high school I went to. So it was just this huge culture shock. And then just going from, um, you know, in the States, we didn't have to wear uniforms. Come to Guam, got to wear uniforms. Like... Just everything was just different. The dynamic was different. They had block schedule compared to eight classes that everyone is used to. And so it's learning to just go through the culture of being on Guam instead of what we are, you're normally used to for the past, like, 12 years in Texas. Yeah. So okay. it's a huge culture shock, for sure. Most definitely. And, yeah, you grew up biracial. Mm-hmm. Father's African-American and your mother's Chamorro. So how how is that, you know, growing up being biracial, especially on Guam? I know it's definitely a, a different experience. Okay, so it's kind of funny because San Antonio is predominantly Mexican, right? So it's predominantly Mexican and African-American. And so when I was there, everyone thought I was Mexican. And I'm like, okay, no disrespect to the Mexicans. I'm not. I'm from Guam. And so they're like, oh, Guam, is that short from Guatemala? And I'm like, nah, it's the U.S. <laughs> territory. <laughs> We're like all the way near the Philippines and like the East Asia, you know, on that side of town. And then, um, you know, so I come to Guam. And besides my last name, giving it away, Bloss, yeah. right? That's a tomorrow last name. Um, when I come here, everyone's like, oh, you're not local. You're definitely Mexican. And I'm like, y'all, I'm one of you guys, like. I'm from Guam. So it was just, I think it was just different, like learning different cultures. Like you had to, um, the Chamorro community is huge in Texas. So my mom kept that alive with like our food and then just always going to liberations. And then of course on my dad's side. 
Yeah, I mean, they do say everything is bigger in Texas, so wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of tomorrow's out there, too, because they're all over California, and every mm-hmm. big major state, there's a lot of tomorrow's there, you know. There is. They roll deep. I'm not surprised they said you was Mexican because y'all roll deep like Mexicans too. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. So how did you? So how did your your family come up with the name Rhythm? Because I know like you, your name's Rhythm. Mm-hmm. You have a sister named Lyric. So yeah. so is is your family like musically inclined by any means, or is this was something that? Um. So actually, my mom loved to dance. Like her dream was to be like. Um, a cheerleader for the Lakers. That was like her ultimate dream. And my grandpa actually had a band called Tropic Rhythm back in the 70s here on Guam. He was a drummer. And so my mom was just like, oh, Tropic Rhythm, Rhythm. That sounds pretty cool. So it just stuck and she liked to dance. So she decided to name me Rhythm. So, I have not met a Rhythm, you though. <laughs> I have not met a Rhythm. So uh, since your name is Rhythm, do you have any Rhythm? Like, oh, throw it back. Throw it back on no, I what? No, I dance. Like, it just it depends on, like, my mood. I'm not the kind of person to just go out there and, like, freestyle or want to just, like, throw down. But, you know, I think if it's if it's a song that I genuinely like, I will definitely. Nah, you it. said you could throw it back. Oh, what my you, God. No, what, no, you, no, no. what you throwing it back on? No, that's what, <laughs> that's what everybody want to. That's what not everybody who watching want to know. Not for the podcast. It's the up I said it. We We go there. <laughs> We go there throwing it back. <laughs> what you throwing it back on a tree? You throwing it back on on the wall? Plead the fifth. You plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no sip to that. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's don't got no label on it. Well, we taped this it. Not got no label. Sponsor me. Name bottle with blue tape on it. Sponsor my fucking podcast, and then I'll show the label. I'll show the label. Because we some petty assholes up here. <laughs> hey, petty's the wave. Hey, petty really is the wave. So um, you you do social media marketing mm-hmm. out here. You have a, a company. Well, you work for yourself now. I do. So, yeah, um, go into detail about that. Um, you know, I actually, I've always had a passion for marketing, and I've always just had, like, an eye for marketing and um my company now, it's called Visual Rhythm, but it started off back in 2019 as a side gig. And my first client was Kitchen Lingo, and I was just a regular. I loved their food, I loved their drinks. I was there at least once a, twice, three times, almost honestly, a week, just to go, like just to be there. And a couple months later, they presented me, and they're like, hey, why don't you just run our social media and just, you know, I was like, okay. So from there, it just, was this, it was just a side gig. It was just something that I genuinely love to do, and I knew I wanted to make something of it, but at the time, it wasn't my main priority. And so um, after all these years going through doing that, I was just like, you know what? Why don't I just really invest in myself and invest in my own company and just launch Visual Rhythm full-time? Because even as a side, it was, I felt like it was by God because it was already just there. Like, license was there, logo was there, everything, client base was there. It was just waiting for me to just take it and just run with it. And so this past December, I just decided to really put 150% into my own self, my own company, my own brand, and we launched Visual Rhythm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to Visual Rhythm. Make sure y'all go follow Visual Rhythm on Instagram. And, you know, that's really dope, especially with the pandemic going on. So Mm -hmm. people have been heavily involved with social media because 
know, there's still some parts of the world that's locked down. You know, TikTok fucking blew up, you know, when, mm-hmm. you know, COVID hit and we were all locked down. So, yeah, it's definitely smart to, to jump on the social media wave and do any kind of marketing on social media because most people are lazy. They don't want to leave the house anyway. So yeah. they, they on the Internet. So exactly. why not? And to me, it's like you're always going to be on your phone. People mm-hmm. are always on their phone. People like me, if I see like this new restaurant, the first thing I want to do is go on Instagram and like look at their menu or look at their um, food, like what they post about and just kind of like try to get an eye for what I could potentially order, right? And so it's just learning to use certain platforms um, in social media to really promote your business. And I like it. It's fun. Something fun. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. All right, Rhythm, this segment of the show is everybody's favorite segment of the show. It's called Shooting from the Hip, but I added a little twist to it. You know, since your name is Rhythm Blas, I decided to make an R&B version of Shooting from the Hip, so we're going to ask you some rapid-fire questions. You ready? Okay. All right. Michael Jackson or Prince? Ooh, Michael Jackson's king of pop. I like his music, but I... I like Prince. Okay, Prince. okay. 112 or Jagged Edge? Oh, my God. This is hard. Uh, Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge? Okay. Jagged Edge. Because 112, okay, in my defense, 112, they got, like, two good songs that I like, with Preaches and Cream and Cupid, right? So I fuck hard with that, but... What about Jagged Only Edge. Only You? With Biggie? Only You is good. The remix. Okay, the remix. I said that. Yeah. Hey, we doing a podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I, I that's go, that's I'm spell like in the background. I'm more like R&B, so I, I gotta I gotta go with Jagged Edge on that. Jagged one. Edge for sure, I feel it. Um, Chris Brown or Usher? Chris Brown, Universal, could dance, sing. Okay. Uh, favorite male R&B singer? Favorite male? Does that have to be like one by himself? Could it be like a band? It could. Okay. Favorite like male R&B singer? Favorite group? Yeah. Ah, uh, Jodeci. Jodeci. Oh, I'm a Jodeci girl. Of course, she loves some Jodeci. I love Jodeci. Okay, favorite female R&B singer? Female R&B singer. Right now, um, in like our, you know, this generation, I'd probably say like I lean towards more like Sis and Janae Aiko right now. Okay. I like them. Um, that's like kind of been like on my replay. But but there's a new artist, Coily Ray. She's kind of new. But she's been, like, my hot. She's kind of, like, more a little bit hip-hop, but, oh, I fuck hard with her. Okay. She's cute. cute. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right. (laughs) My favorite one, my last one, is uh, 90s R&B or early 2000s R&B? No, 90s R&B all the way. What? 90s R&B. What? I'm an old soul. Like, I love 90s R&B. Early 2000s R&B was busting, though, too. Okay, early 2000s. Like, early 2000s. Yeah, it was. But that's. Like as me, no, nah, I'm a I'm a '90s girl. You a '90s like you girl? Throw some, you throw some necks on, ooh, keep sweat. I'm done. I'm Look, done. she like on. I'm done. I'm like, oh, it's getting hot in here. It's getting hot. Hey, uh, 90s all hey, the way. you love your R&B. That's I what's do. up. I do. That's what's up. Okay, so um, we we talked a little earlier, and uh, I know you wanted to talk about about you know chasing your dreams and chasing your mm-hmm. passion and. And with launching your your own company, essentially, mm-hmm. that's something that that you're doing. So, you know, how did you go about just wanting to take that leap of faith and betting on yourself? You know, um, I think like when I was when I was presented this like coming on the podcast, right? Um, I've been thinking about today, and 
with me, it was more so about pursuing your passion. You know, everyone has something that they're passionate about, whether it's rapping, whether it's doing this podcast, whether it's writing, whether whatever it is about it, making um, a specific product, selling jewelry, like everyone has something that they're passionate about. And I feel a lot of times it's very risky to take that leap of faith to invest in yourself. You know, especially let's be real. Life is life is life and you have things you got to be secure about, right? You need finances for a place to stay, a place to live and a car to drive. So of course, when it comes into investing yourself, pursuing your passion, you also have to look at it as a realistic, logical way. Like, okay, if I do this, am I really going to bring in the financial income to sustain a lifestyle? You know, and a lot of times people don't like to pursue that passion because it's just life. It's life. You want to have that security. And I've been like that for years. And I felt this past December was just a way that God was showing me and telling me like, okay, you do this, I got you, you know? And so that was just, I took, I took it. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna, so I gave my two weeks in for my job and I told them that I'm going to pursue my business full time this coming year. And I just basically ran with it. Um, it was hard. Don't get me wrong. Like the struggle is real and the hustle is real. So those, the first three months of this year, I barely really spoke to anybody, didn't really see anybody because I was just so dedicated in building my own brand and not only just building my company um, from where it was, but also to providing and ensuring the income that I needed for my household. So it was a lot. It's a lot. But I really feel like if you're really passionate about something, there's potential and you just need to do it. You can't keep letting this fear hold you back because, you know, that's what faith is. You're going to take a leap of faith and you can't always, you have to choose between fear or faith of what you want to do. I feel that. I feel that. And I know everybody else felt that too. And, and yeah, guys, you got to take that leap of faith. You got to take a chance. It's okay if you fall on your ass. You're going to fail sometimes. <laughs> You're going to fail sometimes, and that's cool. But it's better to try and fail than to not try at all because you miss every shot you don't take. So take that chance. You know, you never know. You might shoot that shit from half court and it's nothing but net. You never know. Yeah. But why sit in and wonder, oh, what if it doesn't happen? What if it does? You know, and that's what I, you know, I try to tell people the same thing, too, because, you know, I've taken a lot of chances myself. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and a lot of times they fail. A lot of times it didn't work in my favor, but I feel good knowing that, okay, at least I tried. I, at least I gave it my all. Yeah. Didn't work out. You know, fuck it. You know, it's okay to be sad about it to be discouraged about it, but, you know, continue to move forward and, and, and try to strive to, yeah. to reach your goals. You know what I mean? Because life's going to go on. You got to go on, too. <laughs> You know, ain't nobody slowing you. Ain't nobody. Hey, rent still due, motherfucker. You know what I mean? So can't be moping forever. Yeah. We getting a lot of love on the live. Oh. What's up, Zach? I see you, bro. Yeah. What's up, Wes? I see Wes watching. Ani, see you watching. Ed, what's up, Ed? I see all y'all watching. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. We live on Twitch, too. We live on Twitch, too. And, you know, when it comes to failing, like, you're going to make mistakes. As, oh, you're going to make mistakes. Like, there are times where I wanted to beat myself up and been like, Rhythm, you knew better. Or Rhythm, 
why did you do that? But, you know, I feel that everything happens for a reason. I said that a lot of times, like everything happens for a reason. And it's as long as you're moving forward, no matter what pace you're doing, like what pace you're at, as long as you're continuing to press forward, despite the negativity, despite the mistakes and learn from it, you're still making progress. And that's what it is. It's like you need to really be just diligent and dedicated to what you really want. Yep. Slow progress is better than no progress. Amen. A A. <laughs> just gonna take another sip. Let's take another sip. Yeah, we've been drinking before it started, so we have honestly. I'm pretty. We <laughs> that's why we was that's why we started so late. But y'all already knew this. This is Guang. <laughs> when is anybody ever on time? <laughs> Is anybody ever sober? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's another it, one. It will be ladies' night if it wasn't for COVID, but you know. It'd be like that sometimes. So, Rhythm, we all curious to know, you know, what, what's your situation like? You know, is, you, is your boot up? You got an entanglement going on? Am I seeing someone? You, you seeing somebody single? I mean... I don't think you're single, single, but, you know, you can tell everybody if you are. I don't think you're single, single. <laughs> I think. That's just me playing no, devil's advocate. honestly, I think um, my last relationship was about six years, right? Five, like, almost six years. And I've been, like, two years single. So I think it's you learn to grow. And when you're in a relationship, you should definitely, you know, that's the whole point of a partner is to help them. Like, they should motivate you to grow and be better person than what you really what you are now um so you really can't be in a relationship if you don't really learn to love yourself and be by yourself exactly people are just they they gravitate towards that toxic shit you know they'll rather be with somebody that they know is not good for them than to be by themselves because they don't want to be alone because they feel they feel like they feel like somebody is gonna is gonna like validate their happiness or whatever Mm -hmm. see the problem is, I'm about to spit some real shit real quick. The problem is, y'all don't look for somebody to be a part of the equation. Y'all look for somebody to be the equation. Ooh. Listen to it again. Bars. Okay. Yup, I said it. Y'all don't look for somebody to be a part of the equation. You look for somebody to be the equation. And that's why a lot of y'all relationships are fucked up and a lot of them fail. Because you're not happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? And I agree. That's, that's at least what I see out here. You know, I've been to other parts of the world, so I can talk about other places. I talk about Guam specifically, one, because I am here, and two, because I've been all over the fucking world. And I can see that in the states, especially in major metropolitan cities, a lot of people are, like, happy being single. A lot of them are content with it. They don't feel like they got to look for a relationship to be happy. You know what I mean? But out here, one thing I notice about people out here is, like, they fucking hate being single. (laughs) But I could be wrong. Yeah. But I'm just going off of what I was. But I do, I do think, like, um, you know, especially when people go through so many life situations and trauma and they're grieving something, whether it be a loss of a job, relocation, ending a long-term relationship, like, of course, you're going to try to fill your life with certain voids, right? Whether it be alcohol, other stuff, relationships, sex, you're going to f- try to feel it, fill your life just so that you don't have to feel the emotions of it. And... Um, I mean, I did that. Like, the first year I was ever single, 21, I was just like, oh, you know, you're young. You just go out all the time. You know, so it's just like something that was totally new to me, and I decided to do that. And it wasn't um, – it got to a point where it's just like 
getting drunk so I don't feel my own emotion. You know, like you just get to a point where you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm over this. I'm over yeah. trying to just drink so I feel numb. Yeah, I feel a lot of people, it's like you're running away from life, basically. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to find a way to, to, to not have to deal with the things that you have to deal with in order to grow, in order to build that character, in order to develop that callus, you know, on yeah. your skin, you know, to, to have that thick skin. And, and you know, people are mm-hmm. so so coddled nowadays, you know what I mean? People are so babied. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of, the, especially this generation, a lot of the times oh, they don't really deal with shit. They don't, sure. they don't go through shit. I mean, they do, but at the same time, they don't because mm-hmm. they have it way easier and they take that shit for granted. Mm-hmm. I know you probably, I know you can, <laughs> I know you got some insight on that because you got that look on your face like, mm-hmm. Well, I just think like our generation, I know we were talking about this earlier. It's like you can't even have an opinion or have a level-headed conversation with someone to agree to disagree. It's like if you say something, then everyone's going to come at you. And like now you got to, they're so defensive about it. And it's like, bro, I was just literally stating what my own opinion is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and they'll try to get you removed and try to get you canceled. As I said, that canceled. Oh, <laughs> canceled. All because what you say or how you feel it's don't align to how the they feel. Is. You know what I mean? And, and to me, that's, I feel like that's bullying. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I it's feel like, like how are you gonna tell me we can't we can agree to disagree, but then when I disagree, all of a sudden you don't want to be my friend oh, no that's more. That's another podcast. We don't talk about that. <laughs> we we can talk about it right now. Fuck it, we here. <sighs> yeah, so I agree. Yeah, you know it's just a, a bunch of a lot of things. If to me, I feel like it's changed for the worse. I mean, yeah, tech technology wise, whatever things have gotten a lot better, mm-hmm. but. People-wise, the humans are just way shittier than ever. Yeah. I agree on that. I agree. Well, welcome to America, right? Yep. This is America. This is America. All right, Rhythm. So where can everybody find you at? Where can everybody find you and follow you (sighs) to keep track of what you got going on, you know? Um. You can follow me at visual underscore rhythm or my personal account. Um, I know I've kind of been a little bit more private on that on social media, but I mean, give it a follow. Rye Bloss. Yeah, don't forget to underscore though. Underscore. Underscore Rye Bloss. I've had that since, I've had that since like eighth grade. Oh. Eighth grade, ninth grade. I never changed it. It's been since forever. We love consistency it's around just here. Stuck, so. <laughs> and uh, feel free to, to follow me at Yup I Said It Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe and to never miss out on an episode of the most electrifying and entertaining podcast on Guam. Yup I Said It. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Twitch. I'm, I've been drinking, so I'm trying to do the outro and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so follow us on Twitch as well at New Wave Studios. If you got Twitch, if you're a fucking nerd, um, I meant that in a good way. Not really, but anyway. <laughs> Y'all have fun, love life, and love yourselves. Peace.